Kate Foster is the co-founder and CEO of the consciously clean skincare brand, The Outset. Envisioned with her business partner, the award-winning Hollywood actress Scarlett Johansson, The Outset is all about simple yet effective routines. So let's get straight into it. Hi everyone and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Main has been an incredible journey so far, and I've decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a delight to welcome our guest for today, Kate Foster. She is an entrepreneur with an incredible career as a fashion and beauty executive for some of the largest global brands, from Victoria's Secret to Juicy Couture. Now, as the co-founder and CEO of The Outset, Kate has channeled a passion for building customer-first brands into a mindfully designed skincare line. She founded a mutual vision in her co-founder, Scarlett Johansson, and together they set out to create a universal brand that provides essential clean skincare from The Outset. From the packaging to the formulations, this is a brand with a clear mission on its sleeve, going back to the basics with the most reliable, transparent, and effective skincare solutions. And I couldn't be more excited to sit down with Kate today. So Kate, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. So Kate, I'm going to ask the same question I asked all my guests. It's a toughie, but it's a good one. Who, in a nutshell, is Kate Foster? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. <laughs> you know, I knew this one was coming and yet I f- still feel completely stumped um, of what to say, right? Because, yeah. you know, like you you focus on the business. For me, I focus on my kids as a mom. I'm like, yeah. me? Who, somebody's asking about me. Um, who in a nutshell am I? I mean, I am, uh, you know, I would say I am curious by nature. Um, I am a dreamer. I'm a doer. Um, I am a mom. I, uh, oh my gosh, like, what else do you say in a nutshell? That's already a lot. That's a, I, mean, <laughs> I guess I'm a multi-hyphenate. <laughs> I love that. Kate is a multi-hyphenate. And that's, I know. The, that's you the know best what's type funny? of person to be. When, yeah. I, when I met Scarlett um, for the first time and we were, you know, we kind of actually had a similar conversation where it was, she was kind of like, tell me about yourself. 
and I remember, um, you know, she was kind of like, you know, describe yourself in as, as an executive. And I said, you know, well, I guess I'm kind of like a Swiss army knife. Um, you know, like I am, I, I can do a variety of different things. And my career has been such that I have done a variety of different things. And so um, it makes me, you know, really a generalist in the best way um, that I, you know, I, I can be dangerous across a bunch of different fronts and know how all of the different pieces come together. Um, and so I think that's, you know, part of my, you know, unique skill set. I'm kind of one of those uh, tools you want to have in your back pocket. I, I think that's one of the best descriptions. I love that. I've never heard that analogy before. And I'm like, that's so genius. This is army knife. <laughs> and it actually sums it up perfectly. You can open up one or a couple at a time. Exactly. And you can like be all encompassing. It's so true. And especially it's a perfect like kind of, I guess you could say, amalgamation for a great CEO, especially in the beauty industry, because you need to have that yeah. multifaceted hat on at all times. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I mean, I love in, in hiring our team members is finding, you know, experts that can go really deep, right? And I yes. can engage with them at the high level of, um, you know, and knowing enough about paid about the structure of e-com about operations and finance but you know you're not going to hire me to do your taxes Um, I love that and and this is actually the perfect kind of segue to you have all this you know vast experience um, from your corporate life etc so I would love to know a little bit, if you can, about that journey in your, um, I want to say a few, but you've got several few companies that you managed to get experience under. I would say that the common thread throughout most of my career is I always gravitated towards entrepreneurial roles, even inside larger companies. And I guess, you know, the term for that is being an entrepreneur, um, in addition to, you know, and eventually it led me to my role as an entrepreneur. Um, but I was always really keen to, um, you know, to, to go to companies or to take on roles where there was an opportunity to build or create or shift or think in a new way, um, about a particular business challenge. Um, and, you know, for me, I really kind of cut my teeth at Victoria's Secret, um, which, you know, at the time, um, this was, this was 20 years ago, you know, so like I've been around for a while, but like, and I understand that Victoria's Secret has, you know, recently fallen on hard times. But back in the day, it was like, you know, kind of the um, the Harvard of marketing. You know, they were the most customer centric um, organization at limited brands. They really knew retail marketing, had some of the smartest, most um, interesting and talented people working um, at this organization. And the opportunity um, to join was um, to really build the beauty business at Victoria's Secret. And so they had um, recently hired, you know, this incredible beauty industry luminary who I knew, um, Robin Burns, who, you know, in her career, she was like, she created eternity and obsession, you know, at like 30 years old. She was the you know founder of Calvin Klein or not founder, I'm sorry, as uh, the president of Calvin Visionary. Klein. Visionary. Yeah, Visionary, yeah. exactly. And so, 
um, and had this incredible career at Lauder. And so she was charged with building, um, you know, a portfolio of beauty businesses underneath the limited brands umbrella. And that was really exciting to me um, to get to see, you know, this opportunity. The first one was a joint venture with Shiseido called Aura Science that no longer existed, it exists. But, you know, there was, um, you know, getting kind of a front row seat to seeing how this joint venture and startup would take shape inside a larger organization. And then the other mandate was, um, you know, building um, the beauty business at Victoria's Secret, which was just like kind of low... Um, volume, you know, not low volume, but it was just a few kind of skews around like scented body lotions and, um, and a few fragrances. And they really wanted to build that beauty business. And so it was like half a billion dollars when I started a billion dollars when, um, I left, but really, you know, had such an incredible opportunity to kind of help incubate this business and, um, learn a ton along the way about, um, you know, retail marketing about beauty, um, and, you know, so that was an incredible career. And I find that some of the people that I met and in that chapter, um, are the ones that I'm still like coming in contact with and are all up to really interesting and amazing things. And, you know, my team sometimes jokes about it. They're like, tell me, you know, this amazing person used to work with you at Victoria's Secret. I'm like, yeah, they did. You know, like they've all kind of gone on to do like really incredible things. So, um, and you know, from there, I, you know, I wanted to go to business school and, um, they, at Victoria's Secret, they were like, no, actually don't go to business school. There's this program, um, at FIT that was just starting up, um, that each company nominates kind of one or two of their best and brightest, um, for this master's program at FIT concentrating in beauty marketing and management. Um, and you know, they were like, well, we'll pay for it. We'll sponsor you to go to, um, this program. And, I'm just, like I mentioned, I would say I'm super curious and a lifelong learner and just was so excited by the opportunity to continue to work at Victoria's Secret and, um, you know, carve out some time to learn more about the beauty industry. Again, met some most incredible people that are in, you know, very senior positions today that are still, um, you know, great resources and friends. Um, and I really thought I'd be in the beauty industry forever. Um, actually before I was at Victoria's Secret, I was at the trade organization for the beauty industry called Cosmetic Executive Women. So I'd spent like 10 years in beauty and was like a beauty girl. So it was very surprising when I got recruited away into fashion. Um, and, uh, for, you know, kind of like a, uh, promotion and it seemed like it's such a exciting big role. Um, and I went to go run, um, uh, like advertising, social, um, uh, like charitable initiatives and communications at Ann Taylor. Yeah. And, you know, I miss beauty. <laughs> like it was, um, you know, it was a tough time because there was a recession going on. It was like a challenging organization. I learned a ton about um, managing through organizational change. But ultimately I started studying for my GMATs. Even though I had this master's, I was like, oh, you know, this is not, I think where I want to be. I will um, start studying for my GMATs. Um, I went to Columbia Business School um, from there. Uh, after that, ran global marketing at Juicy Couture during a time of, you know, deep international expansion. Um, then from there, I um, went to you know, trending PE backed denim company. And this was kind of the chapter when I started having kids and international travel was not going to be, you know, the number 
one thing on my priority list um, and the opportunity at this company. So it was not your daughter's jeans. Um, and it was in like a huge denim brand at department stores and they had no e-commerce business. Um, and uh, they were like, yeah, we're looking for the first person to, you know, kind of create the marketing department here. And we think based on what we've heard is that, you know, this age platform of Not Your Daughter's Jeans is not really where we want to be. There's more of a fit platform of NYDJ is what the customers are calling us. You know, so there's like a rebranding opportunity. And then also, can you create um, the e-commerce um, business for us? And I was like, yeah, I can I can do that. Now, I had no business, honestly, doing that. I had never done it before. But in my time at, at Juicy, um, I had a front row seat to a huge replatforming initiative that was going on. And you know, and I just was like, I knew enough um, to be dangerous, like I mentioned before, and so felt that I could take on this challenge. And it was such an, a tremendous opportunity to really go deep into e-com, into e-com operations. It took that business from, um, you know, zero to 20% of the business in a few years um, and, you know, really got to wear kind of the two hats as, um, you know, as in in brand marketing and performance marketing of managing that full funnel experience. And it was there of, you know, having talked with customers and doing a ton of customer insights that and say, Oh, how'd you discover these um, jeans? And they say, Oh, my sister swears by them. My best friend swears by them. Mm-hmm. And so I really became fascinated with word of mouth and how it was really driving so much of the conversion at this business and saw that actually word of mouth marketing drives four times higher conversion than anything else out there. And so I really started kind of thinking about, you know, could we create a platform that's really about those game-changing, you know, one-on-one word-of-mouth recommendations that are really fragmented in the space and actually kind of like undercut from a lot of, um, uh, you know, tr- distrust around sponsored posts in social. And so I wound up creating this platform called Swearby, and it was a word-of-mouth product recommendations platform for the things you pinky swear by. Um, and, uh, it was predominantly focused in beauty. So this is like how I kind of started to come back into the beauty world, um, Mm. and started to get some traction around the business. And it ultimately was acquired by Meredith corporation, one of the world's largest media companies. They own InStyle and real simple and people. And the idea was to bring the customer voice into, um, you know, a lot of their content commerce that they were doing. Um, and it was right at the time that that business was being, acquired that um, mutual friends in the beauty industry said, you know, I'd really love to introduce you to Scarlett Johansson. She has been, um, you know, exploring the beauty space for about five, sorry, three years at that time. And she has an amazing idea. And I think you'd really hit it off. She's looking for a partner. Um, And so the rest is kind of history from there. That is amazing. And And I love how actually, there is an actual trend of learnings and experience that really has led to this perfect moment of the outset. It's not something that initially when you hear these ideas, you're like, how did it start? Was it a boardroom meeting? Was it this? But actually, this is so organic. Yeah. And I think, would you agree that, that was, you didn't even realize it just happened naturally? It, it happened naturally. And, um, you know, I, I think like the, the first time this mutual friend reached out to me. It was like October. We didn't, you know, schedule because it was the holidays. We didn't schedule until January of 2020. But in October of 2019, 
you know, like the, my business, my startup was really like, we were in contracts and all this stuff was being acquired. And I was kind of like, oh, there was such a tremendous amount of relief, you know, of having been a solo founder that I was like, I can't believe I pulled this off. This nearly killed me. Um, and so the idea of going back into, you know, entrepreneurship right away, I was like, oh God, no, <laughs> you know, like I was just like, no. Um, and so I actually, I, I said to this person, it's just not a good time. It's not a good time. Um, and so, and then I thought about it overnight and I was like, what am I doing? You know, it's never yeah. a good time. And, Thank you. Exactly. you know, it really isn't. And to be honest, I have said no to a lot of things that have turned out <laughs> to be really, um, you know, successful and amazing successes, yeah. but, um, you know, but credit to the people who actually built it, not me, but, yeah. um, you know, I just was kind of like, it's your kids are always going to be too little. You're, you know, you're always going to be, yeah. you know, stretched. Too and you're, thin. you're never going to be ready unless you do, you know, right. doing is sometimes the best way to understand the truth in those words. Cause we just think it sometimes it could be a mind block, but actually action and perseverance through that mind block can really surprise us. And we no, forget that. I completely agree. And, um, uh, you know, the, just, just doing is, um, is part of it. And, and I found that with swear by too, is, is so many people, yeah. because the idea was not out of, you know, out of the mainstream, right? Like, and people would be like, oh, I had that idea, you know? Oh, I had that idea. And I was like, well, that's great. You know, but ultimately I did it. <laughs> you know, it's like, exactly. you kind of have to <laughs> You can't yeah. just think, you have to do. Um, Everyone's got ideas and, and everything's exactly. been done in some form of, of another. So it's even about iterating it, making it even more relevant to the now and making it more relevant for the future as well. Um, so that shouldn't be a stopping point. A lot of people think, oh, I've got this great idea, something similar there. It's like, that's okay. That's maybe a proof of concept, you know, that shows yeah. that there's market appetite, but you have to like go in with your own intention, your own vision and... Uh, that's honestly what I, I believe about the outset is, uh, you know this more than, I mean, we're both founders of beauty brands. There's enough beauty brands out there and there's this whole kind of sure. mind game of like, do we need to create more in the space and what is our point of view and is it similar? But actually just by, that's why I did this founder-led podcast, just by remembering this is a founder-led vision. This is you and Scarlett. This is like me and my sister. There is something unique no matter what in that journey because it's your own journey creating right. this, Right. Yeah. And, you know, and the idea for the outset was really based on Scarlett's experience um, yeah. as, you know, somebody who had struggled with acne and skin sensitivity through, you know, the tremendous strain that her skin was put under, um, you know, for her career as an actor. And what she found really got her skin back in balance and at its healthiest state was this very simple but consistent routine of cleansing, prepping, and moisturizing skin every day. And, um, you know, and it was just this idea that she said of, you know, she wanted every product to feel like a hero and to kind of take out some of the, like, you know, the confusion and just go back to the basics and simplify. And she was like, you know, it's like you know, that perfect white tea of skincare. Like it, it works with everything in your, in your wardrobe. It's a classic. It's a and staple. it's timeless. It's, it's timeless. It's here. Yeah. And so, and I was like, yeah, I I feel like I want this in my, um, you know, in my life. And I was excited by that. And so the first thing then that we did was really, you know, turn to, um, 
in the marketplace and talk to the customer and try to figure out, you know, do, do, are they also looking for these things? And that's when we found that Scarlett's own pain point of skin sensitivity and problem skin was being echoed on the larger market. And, you know, skin sensitivity is on the rise like never before. Um, and part of the reason is that there's so many actives in beauty products these days that um, yeah. customers are, you know, engaging in self-care and these like 14-step routines um, really with great intentions, but they're really depleting their skin barrier and causing skin sensitivity and irritation um, because yeah. it's like aggressive formulations and a lot of them all the time. And so we're like, you can still do that, um, you know, that simple, I mean, you can do that like retinol treatment or the peel or, you know, like do that. Sure. But you know that, you know, you have then the foundation of that, you know, everyday routine that won't counteract, um, with some of those other products, um, and really keep your skin in balance and it's uh, at its healthiest state. No, I love that. So I, I do want to talk a bit about the name first. So we all know building a brand, the name is sometimes the hardest to settle on and also trademark and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's like uh, never an easy process, but was it like mutually or did Scarlett, like, were you like, okay, the outset, this is it. This is the name. So there's, um, uh, yeah, there's a story behind it. So, um, naming is hard. <laughs> like it's hard. really, it's hard. And, um, we, you know, we had this word document or like, I guess it wasn't word. It was like a Google doc, you know, that must've had 400 names on the list, you know, and we, we had a copywriter come in and she gave us like a bunch of ideas and, and then, you know, Scarlett and I would just like type in a bunch of words and stuff and we'd go through and it was just like, no, 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 that's not it. That's not right. That's not, you know, and Scarlett was really, you know, she's very decisive and she was kind of like, that's not it. And she would, she would feel it. Um, and, you know, and then the ones that we'd like, you know, kind of get excited about, we couldn't trademark, you know, or that, the, I mean, like there's literally every, every name is taken for beauty. <laughs> <laughs> for a beauty brand. And, um, she kept talking about like, I want to go back to the basics. You know, I kind of, you know, just this idea of kind of going back to the basics. And then I was like riffing on kind of like from the beginning, from the start. And then, you know, from the outset, like I was thinking, you know, thesaurus, yeah. kind of like thinking of what are all the different names for from the beginning or, you know, from the start. And I wrote down, we had a meeting, um, and it was, you know, like five minutes before that meeting to review, like all of the new names that we put onto this, um, Google doc. And it was like right before I wrote the outset and, um, outset and, um, you know, she was kind of going through the list and she said, no, 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 that's not, oh, you know, the outset. Um, she was like outset, the outset, I, the outset. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's like from the beginning at the outset, from the outset. And, um, she was like, Ooh, I like that, you know? And then I started doing some more of that, like trademark work. And I was looking at what, you know, what was available. And, um, and then I was like, Oh, I think this one is possible. And then over the weekend she texted me and she was like, she just wrote the outset with a little like thinking face emoji. And I was like, okay, I love it. You know, it's That's incepting. It. She's get, you know, she's getting excited by starting. this one. And I was really excited about it, you know, um, because it felt, I mean, Scarlett also is very like, you know, visual. And she was like, I like the way the words look and, you know, I can kind of envision yeah. it in a logo and, um, yeah. you know, and it felt, 
I think there's also this like optimistic undertone to it of, you know, this idea of, um, you you know, like wherever you are in your skin journey, you you can always begin again. And we say like the outset is where you begin again. And every day is kind of like that chance for um, a fresh start um, to, you know, really set your intention and, you know, and uh, nurture yourself and your skin. No, I love it. I think it's perfect. And then, you know, that married with the whole, you know, the vision, mission, purpose. For me, um, fun backstory, when I, I, worked, I used to work in Dior in the head office for many years and I was working on a piece with my CEO and I was thinking about the skincare and what do we do? And I told him at the time, I said, conscious, like conscious is so important, conscious and conscious, clean skincare. And it was like, hmm, hmm, not sure, not sure. Went to China and I think he heard about this as a new thing and he came back, he's like, okay, it is conscious. But I was like, it's a bit late now. We've already launched all the skincare, <laughs> the new skincare we're meant to. They tried to put it on like a tagline and I was like, you know, you, know, you have to build, build it from it. You can't just add it on. Um, and then I was like, oh, I wish there's a brand out there that just is all about conscious skin, conscious clean and put it in the forefront of its brand. Yeah. And then when I heard about, that's why I reached out to you very early on. And when I you heard did. about it, you did. I remember you reached out to me on Instagram. And that was when I was still finished. I was still kind of working with you. And I heard about this in the, in the grapevine. And I was like, I didn't really know the full conscious part, but when I learned more about it, I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is a brand that I think will be the future of skin, skincare. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the fact that you really put consciously clean at the forefront of all your messaging. So was that something that was super intentional at the beginning? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, so on all of our packaging, it says consciously clean, mindfully designed at the outset. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's formulation and it's packaging. Um, and you know, the, but just the ethos of Mm. this brand of this idea of the outset is where you, you begin again is, is, is woven from product to mission, you know, to the causes that we support, um, for the organization. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, so Scarlett and I are, I would say both very moderate people. Like we are not, um, you know, I would say militant about anything and, (laughs) you know, and, and that includes ingredients of beauty products. Um, we wanted to have the highest, I mean, first of all, there's no FDA standard for clean. Um, so we're just, we're keeping ourselves accountable and, you know, we're really holding ourselves to the highest standard of clean, but really the reason for that is less about like vilifying ingredients and saying, Oh, this is bad or you shouldn't use it. Or, you know, like you're, you're not going to be well if you use X, Y, or Z. Um, because there is some fear mongering that happens in beauty in the world of clean. Um, yeah. But for us, the platform is more about um, eliminating as many, you know, irritants and sources of sensitivity. So as many people as possible can participate in the brand. Um, yes. And so that's why it is, you know, it's, it's very clean. Um, but it is vegan. It is cruelty free. It is nut allergen free. It's fragrance free. It's gluten free. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we kind of went above even EU standards of, of clean, um, to go down to some of the derivatives of, of the products that are, um, you know, banned, but, I think, you know, there's always opportunity for improvement. I don't think like, yeah. you know, I, I think we also don't want to put ourselves on a pedestal because that's like, <laughs> you know, like you become an easy target um, yeah. always when you do. But you know. I think it is kind of like this balanced approach of, you know, like we we did the best that we could to really kind yeah. of like, 
you know, make the products um, clean and universal Mm. so that as many people and, you know, the formulations to make them like, um, you know, suitable for all skin types, including sensitive, um, which is, you know, the, the hard part. And it's not easy. But uh, talk us through the product line. Uh, and people listening, we don't, unfortunately, you know, it's not really a, a video yeah. uh, platform podcast, but if you can add some really good adjectives and build this whole scene for us. Oh, good. Take yeah. it away. I mean, I, I'm just so crazy about these products. Um, I have to say, I, I've been using them, like, since you sent them to me. Really, okay. I have, like, the eye cream with me. I just put, oh, good. They are incredible, the formulations. Like, I've yeah. tried a lot of skincare in my time and a lot of effort has been gone into this I can tell thank you there there was a lot of effort there were you know and I have to also give you know huge um props to the labs um who worked with us and our product developer because we um we did a lot of rounds of submissions and you know sometimes labs would be like nope I'm sorry I'm out you people are crazy um but they stuck (laughs) with us just take it or leave it (laughs) you know they're like "I'm I'm sorry no um this is not worth it, but they stuck with us. And, um, I, we're just, we're so thrilled with the result. Um, so the, the backbone of the line is really, you know, this three-step regimen, our daily essentials regimen of the cleanser, the prep serum, and the moisturizer. Like I mentioned, that's, you know, how kind of Scarlett got her skin back in balance. And, um, inside every product at the outset is, uh, what we call our Hyaluracet complex. It's a botanical alternative to hyaluronic acid that's inside every product. And what that does is that delivers the immediate, but also lasting hydration. Um, and it also works to plump and smooth and boost radiance of skin. So while, you know, the products are very gentle, there is this, you know, deep moisturization, um, that's happening and, you know, Scarlett and I are both like, we are like, we, we liked hyaluronic acid. We like, you know, really moisture, moisture, moisture. Um, but lots of hyaluronics are, you know, well, sometimes they're not vegan, but, um, they also can be like really sticky or tacky in some of the like, you know, traditional hyaluronic acids. And this plant-based version actually like seeps into skin's layers to draw more, more moisture into it. Um, and it does so without that kind of stickiness or gumminess. So it makes it, you just feel like really soft skin afterwards. And it just feels like kind of like this lit from within glow of, um, you know, what healthy skin is supposed to look like. And people are always like, oh my gosh, I've been using the products for, um, for a month. And like, I'm getting so many compliments and it's not drastic. It's not crazy. You're not like reinvented, but there is kind of just this like, just softness and healthiness that comes, um, you know, from, from these products. Um, they, so I can take you through each one of them, the gentle micellar antioxidant cleanser, the cleanser. Um, it has, uh, you know, these micelles, you know, for the micellar water that really works to, um, attract dirt, like a magnet, you know, so like you're, what you're really getting is, um, you know, that a fresh purified clean, but it's not going to, there's no harsh sulfates or surfactants that are going to dry skin out. So you don't get that like tight or dry feeling afterwards. And it's packed with antioxidants and fruit extracts um, in addition to our hyaluronic complex. So it is not like you're not, if you wear, you know, like waterproof 
mascara or, you know, waterproof eyeliner. So you're probably still going to need like a eye balm or something to take it off, but it does remove, you know, makeup. Um, but I, you know, just want to be clear about like what it does and what it doesn't do. Um, you know, as we get into color, maybe someday we'll have the opportunity to, um, introduce a cleansing balm, but it really is like a gentle purpose, um, cleanser. And then the next step um, is our firming vegan collagen prep serum. And so the second step, so if we're like really thinking about kind of modernizing and reinventing that classic three-step, you have it. You have it. Do you see what's yeah. mine is almost all out? And this is my desert. Mine's going to get there very soon. Yeah. It's that, amazing. This is, this is my desert island product. I like my skin craves yeah. it every morning. I love it so much. Um, and really what this does is the second step is not you know, it's not a toner to like strip or kind of like dry out skin. What instead we're doing in the second step is like really kind of, you know, feeding skin these great nutrients, including uh, vegan collagen to really firm and fortify the skin barrier. You know, so now that you've, you've cleansed now, we're kind of like fortifying, we're strengthening and it has, um, you know, like black quinoa in it, just amazing ingredients to um, kind of strengthen that skin barrier and kind of condition it so that it's in the most ideal state to receive moisture in that third step with our um, our nourishing squalane daily moisturizer, the moisturizer. Um, so squalane is, you know, deeply nourishing. It is vegan alternative to squalene, you know, um, and... Yeah, squalene can be found in whales or something, sure. right? It's the normal... Yeah. Sharks, yeah. Sharks. Whale sharks, yeah. Yeah, yeah shark sharks. liver, I think so is bad. what it is. So oh, um, so ours is coming from olives, um, and it is just, you know, such a gorgeous, gorgeous formula that it's a lightweight um, moisturizer, but it packs a punch of deeply nourishing and hydrating, and it's just, ugh, I love it so much. And so just this kind of like easy one, two, three step is what you need. And it's again, because it, it leaves skin really soft and not like gummy or tacky. I've never had any, you know, makeup pill over these products. Like I have, you know, when you layer some other beauty products, it's because we don't use silicones, um, or, you know, anything that's going to like rest on skin. It's actually like, you know, like, uh, really going inside, uh, the skin's layers to nourish it um, so yeah. that it layers beautifully under makeup. The other um, two products in the line are a um, restorative niacinamide night cream. I don't have it here at my desk. It's in it's in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> and it is, that is Scarlett's. Where it should be. <laughs> yeah, it's Scarlett's favorite product. Um, oh, amazing. And it is, it has, you know, niacinamide, which is, you know, a rock star ingredient, but also has Bacuchiol that, you know, is that really kind of plant-based light alternative to retinol. So there is like a little bit of resurfacing that happens, but it's nothing that's going to irritate your skin. Um, but it helps kind of like promote cell turnover while you sleep. Um, your skin loses more moisture when you sleep. And it's just like, it's packed, packed, packed with moisture and you know, the reviews that we're getting on this, people are like, I, you know, I put away my $250 cream. This is, you know, better than anything that, um, that I've used that is like five times the cost. So everything is, again, I'm trying to be accessible and a bit universal. Um, that is our highest price point pro- product at $54. 
Um, so it's, it's amazing. Uh, What's yeah, inside? So it's amazing. It's beautiful in like a gorgeous glass jar. It's like, you know, makes you feel special. It's also recyclable. It's, you know, um, it's kind of like that special bougie feel, but very, <laughs> you know, very approachable and every day. Um, and so you don't feel too precious about using it, like just sink right in, yeah. use it. Um, and then the last one is the eye cream that you mentioned, which we are winning awards for. This is Colin, um, Colin's favorite product, Scarlett's husband. He was like our tester throughout the pandemic as we were developing this. He's a real eye cream aficionado. And this is just like, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous formula. It's like the eye cream that you need. It just is like helps with it. it's vitamin C. So it helps with brightening. Um, and really kind of, you know, helps to like plump the, the lines. You also like, we call it expression lines cream because you can put it, you know, along your eyes, you can put it right here in between your brows. You can put them along, you know, your, your laugh lines, you know, all those well-deserved, well-earned, um, lines can help to kind of like plump and fortify them. It's, uh, this one is with me every single day in my bag. It's, oh, good. it's such a game. I use it like just whenever my eyes are a bit dull or just need, especially if I have a, a big important zoom, I just literally put it on before them. I did it mm. even before this podcast mm. and it's so, well, and it's so, so beautiful as well. <laughs> exactly. And it's, it's just so like, you also want to like have a product that feels good, looks good, feels luxurious. It's got yeah. the glass. It's so nice to touch, but it's also just so effective. I tried loads of eye cream in my time and this one is by far my favorite so far so thank you so much um that yeah. means a lot and um, i'm just i'm delighted that you love it as much as we do and um yeah. and you know and that's we've also seen a ton of traction in this line with men too like it's you yeah. know uh, i mean i know you're in the industry and um are you know curious about products and like products but you know for some men also it um you know, skincare can feel intimidating or daunting. And, um, you know, there is a very, it's a minimalist packaging that um, is very approachable for all genders. My mm. husband also has never really used a skincare regimen and then, mm. you know, started testing the outset and, you know, and it was, it's like, <laughs> uh, he's really into the products now. And he's like, my skin looks so good. I'm like, yes. Well, you know, first of all, who doesn't want good skin? Yeah. Like, you probably should have been washing your face and, you know, putting moisturizer to begin with. But yes, these products are doing, <laughs> they are doing their job. No, it's, it's always good when someone close to you, even me, like I, I, I love the reviews for my product on people, customers, but when it's like your best friend, I'm always like, or my, my, you know, my sister or whoever it is, I'm like, do you like the formula? Do you like it? And it just makes you really feel, cause they're going to tell you really honest, like yeah. honestly. Well, so, um, yeah, I mean, I think I felt, uh, you know, some like, friends were like worried, you know, and they're like, Oh God, like, what if it's not good? What mm. if I, what if I don't, yeah. what if I don't like it? And then I have to like lie to Kate. <laughs> and then they were like yeah. relief. They're like, Oh my God, I can't tell you <laughs> how much I love the products. And like, thank goodness that I don't have to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, I feel you. So for now, the future for the outset, tell us a little bit about if you can, uh, what is the future looking like for you guys um, in terms of like maybe some necessarily, don't forgive me the specific products, but like where you want to head, uh, globally expanding? Tell us more. We have had tremendous 
uh, interest in the brand internationally. Um, you know, we have, uh, we've built an incredible community on social from scratch and, um, they're asking, demanding, uh, for the brand, um, internationally. And so we're really, you know, trying to work quickly to see how we can turn on international shipping for them. Um, and, you know, also entertain a lot of the interest that's coming our way, um, for, for the brand to be more available. So that's really exciting. Um, you know, we just launched at Sephora in the U S and so, yay, that's like, I mean, we're in all U S stores, um, which is just a huge accomplishment. I'm so, you know, appreciative to Sephora for the support and also for our team for, you know, working so hard to make it happen. But we have, I mean, we haven't even scratched the surface of being able to engage with customers and, you know, sample products and, you know, all of that supply chain challenges kind of prevented us from having a lot of samples out of the gate. And so now we're going to actually, like, we've gotten the buzz around the brand. Now people are actually going to get to try it and we'll be able to um, engage with, uh, with customers and, um, and demonstrate and, um, and that'll be really exciting. Um, so continuing to focus on build, like building that business at Sephora. And then we have an incredible roadmap of products that are coming out that are still all, you know, painted with the same brush, um, of an idea of, um, you know, being a hero product of something that is, um, you know, uh, easy to understand and will, uh, you know, help skin achieve its healthiest, most balanced, most glowing state, um, so we have, we really, honestly, we have a five-year pr- product development roadmap, um, that will allow us to expand into other categories, but we really are, you know, focused in facial skincare for now. Um, and then some exciting heroes, uh, coming out next year as well. So we're, we're just, really we're really so excited about the positive reception to the brand. I think, you know, with, um, with somebody like Scarlett and, you know, the tremendous amount of kind of celebrity, you know, um, uh, beauty brands that are out there, you know, we've never really considered ourselves a celebrity brand. We think of ourselves more as an indie brand with a superpower and it's really all about the customer. It's not about a persona. Um, and Scarlett's really, you know, conscious about not making it about her, but making it about the customer and kind of helping them find freedom in the uncomplicated and make them feel great about their skin and their skin health. Um, so, you know, we've, we've been really excited that, um, people are, are receiving that message and, and, um, are embracing it. I, I, I you know, and it's so, it translates so much because even for me seeing and obviously researching, but trying the products and your social media, there is no like founder ego or founder forefront. It's truly customer product and purpose. And I think that's yeah. also chosen in the name, the outset. It's, it's, it's really in, Thank in you so that. Much. And I think it does show. I just want to let you know. Thank you. Really yeah, showing. no, I mean, like Scarlett is, um, she's not on social media. <laughs> she doesn't like, yeah, so there's yeah. not, there wasn't an existing audience to like, quote unquote, monetize, you know, and while exactly, she's engaging yeah. with the community on our platform, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different ways that this is kind of deviating from that playbook. Um, exactly. and it is, um, it's always with customer in mind. I love it. I love it. So before we go into fire round questions, I just want to ask, um, cause I know, you know, building this in the pandemic, especially we might have adopted some new rituals to keep us motivated as founders grounded and yeah, just level headed. So do you have any rituals that you abide by every day to like, you know, keep yourself on that forefront? 
I would say one of the things that I so look forward to every day that's, you know, part of what helps ground me is is chatting with my kids at the end of the day. Um, and we always talk about, um, you know, because if you ask a kid, like, how was your day? They say, fine. Yeah. Fine. You get nothing. Um, but what yeah. I always ask them is to tell me about their rose, their thorn, and their bud. Um, you know, what was the best thing that happened today? What was the worst thing, your thorn? But what's your bud? What are you really excited about um, that's coming up? And, you know, this is actually a model that I use a lot at, um, you know, with my team as well as at work. And as, as a senior team, we talk about our roses and thorns and buds. And, you know, it um, really allows you to um, accept the things that didn't go so great um, and brush them off, but always know again, this, like this inherent, um, optimism that good things are right around the corner and, and we can be excited about those. And so I think a lot of, you know, what I do is, is mindset stuff. Um, yep. that is probably the healthiest thing for me. I love that. And that's, I'm going to, I'll be using that in my team. I'll give credit to you full credit. <laughs> I say where this statement came it's from. Magic. I love that. It's magic. And it's so important because it, it gives you a, a kind of like a, a framework to actually question, go deeper. Because otherwise, yeah. a very open, vague question doesn't allow for much deeper thought and even intention, intentional thinking. It just allows for a very yeah. surface level thinking. So and sometimes breaking it down is really important. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I agree with you. I think it um, allows you also to be critical of yeah. your work in a way that depersonalizes or you don't have to feel sensitive about it. It's kind of like, you know, this is where we, we did great. This wasn't, you know, we didn't nail this. Um, and that's okay because now we, we have so much more data. We have that experience and now we can kind of move forward. So, you know, it, it reframes failure, um, or challenges in a way that, um, makes them less scary. So now, you know, fire, I think I already know, actually, no, before fire on, we're going to go to the desert island, but I already know your answer, but I still want to hear it again. So I'm inviting you to a founded beauty island. What is your one product that you're going to bring with you? I am taking our vegan collagen prep serum um, from the outset. (laughs) It is, it is the product that my skin craves every single morning um, and just makes me feel like I am uh, doing something great uh for it um every single day it, it just like it helps to really kind of fortify and strengthen my skin which i guess i'm gonna need um i'm gonna find a shady yep. spot in a palm tree somewhere um on that island but yeah <laughs> love that okay fire round question mm-hmm. first thing that comes to your mind uh i'm very curious to hear your answers so first one is what is another beauty brand that you're currently loving right now so much to love. Um, yeah. When you talked earlier about being collaborative, um, and that collaboration is in our DNA, and um, uh, the team from Say sent over a bunch of products. Oh, um, Lainey, she's yeah. amazing. And so we're looking at like how can we collaborate with each other? You know, like female-founded yeah. brands, and um, they sent over just a load of products for the entire team, not just for me, which was so lovely and really welcome. And, um, that cheek, um, you know, that little, the, the, what is it called? I don't know. I haven't mind it, uh, but it, it's kind of like this little wand of a cheek paint, yeah. um, that yeah. I, there's a coral one. And then there's, uh, like a more kind of like mauve you know, color that I really like. I have to be honest. I originally put it on my lips, 
Um, and everybody laughed at me. I was like, this doesn't, you know, the color is beautiful, but it doesn't taste very good. And everybody's like, hey, that's, that's for your cheek. <laughs> like, but it can work for, it's yeah. so cleaner products. That it, it can be anyone. Yeah, exactly. But I did, once I figured it out, I was like, okay, this is a good product. Oh. Uh, I love that. You know, Lainey was actually my first ever guest on the podcast. Mm. Fun fact. Um, she's amazing. And I That's love so saying, um, so great. I mean, I love that. excellent company. Yes, 100%. Um, <laughs> no, she, she, you, you, I'm, I'm been waiting. And you were actually one of the first I messaged. I'm so glad we got to actually yeah. do this when the brand launched it. Oh. It was about a year ago. So it was amazing. It was. Um, <laughs> yeah, a long, long time ago. Um, what is a guilty pleasure of yours? Uh, TV. All sorts of TV. My oh. husband and I, you know, after we put the kids to bed, like we'll, like we'll, we'll watch. You time. It's yeah. important. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to ask the next one then. What are you currently watching or reading? Oh, goodness. Um, well, I'm reading, you know, like a leadership business book uh, called, in, called uh, Leading with Dignity. Um, but, you know, I... I, we're watching all of the things on Netflix. Like we're watching, we're in just, I think we have one episode left of Stranger Things and oh, uh, Hacks is a great show. Also, I think that one's on HBO. Yeah. Amazing. What's your favorite social media platform right now? Oh my gosh, you know, I am a social media novice. I, though, have been really trying to do more of it. It's not my comfort zone, um, but... I was surprised by how much I like TikTok. <laughs> mm. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, like there's less pressure, I guess. Um, yeah. But less curated. Yeah. You know, you can just kind of be a little freer, um, which I, I, I appreciate. No, I agree. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a platform for sure that's a good balance between Instagram and TikTok, but yeah. both are both very... But yeah, I mean, Instagram lives. definitely has its, you know, has its purpose and um, 100%. and I, I enjoy it. I do like, you know, reels and stories more than the feed. I need yeah. to work on my feed a little bit more, but... <laughs> your feed is great. Don't overthink it. I love your feed. From an outside perspective, I'm like taking notes to myself from your feed to my feed. And I've been 10 years on Instagram. So you know, I always, me, it's amazing. I, I, I never, um, I don't post as much as I should. And so it was actually really sweet, like, because I was so busy with the business um, that, you know, a couple people reached out and they're like, are you okay? Where are you? We miss you. Come back post. And I was like, man, thanks. You know, like, thanks for noticing. But this business is like, is, is, there's a lot happening right now. Um, so oh, I do, I you, you know, I need to, I need to go and post, show some proof no, just, of life con- anyway, you know? Consume mine. Yeah. Post as, you, as you, I get the <laughs> feeling. Cause you know, sometimes when we're building our businesses, the last thing we can think about is that one post at the end of the oh. day. So it happens if it happens. Otherwise we got to, we got to continue building the brand. It's, it's hard to find that balance, <laughs> but yeah. Um, do you have a, a favorite quote or mantra that you go by? Oh, um, I don't know. This one I've been saying a lot lately is, um, you know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, it's this idea of like the only failure is not trying or not doing. Um, so, exactly. you know, you'll miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. My last question is, if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur or in the beauty space, what would Kate be doing right now? I would be doing, oh man, what would I be doing? I, I never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up, um, when I was younger, but I knew I wanted to be in charge. 
<laughs> I was always like, I just I I don't know that. what it is, but I want to be in charge of it. I want to be the boss of it. Um, <laughs> so I never really had any aspirations other than, uh, you know, uh, being able to kind of write my own story. But I don't know. I, I always wanted to be a dermatologist. I guess that's still in beauty. Yeah. Well, that's a, I think that's, that's okay. Yeah. That's or really like cool. at one point yeah. I was, I felt like I missed a calling to be like uh, a newscaster or something. Mm. <laughs> I really wanted to do that for a period of time. Um, oh. Yeah. I've, I've, I think the curiosity piece, I've wanted to do a million things um, yeah. uh, all the time. So. I feel you. I feel you. And that's, a, that's the beauty of it all is like, you know, we end up being on a path just by virtues of decision making. Mm-hmm. But I like to ask that question because it always sometimes it's good to re-ask ourselves, what sh- could we be doing if we didn't do this? Maybe I, yeah. I don't know. I would love to be a teacher at some point in my life. Like yeah. after I retire, I would love to be a professor. Or you should, you should be a guest lecturer in certain universities and colleges. You should do that while you're building the brand because it can be so helpful oh. for students in the same time. I kind of also want to go to there law you know. school eventually okay <laughs> there's still time but now there's a lot of things <laughs> but i love it <laughs> well um okay it's been, i know you, you have a busy day um ahead so i'll leave you to it but i just yeah. want to say it's been an absolute honor and pleasure to speak to you and where can everyone find yourself and the outset on social website where are all the links okay so follow me at kate underscore the outset on instagram and tiktok and please follow along also with a brand at the outset on Instagram and TikTok. You can shop our products at theoutset.com. And then you can also find us at sephora.com and in all U.S. Sephora stores. 100%. And uh, I'll put all the links in the bio so people can just go click, click straight away. And Kate, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch soon. We'll meet in real life. Hopefully Would love very it. soon as well. And uh, wishing you all the best. Thank you for the opportunity. It was a pleasure to chat with you. hope you enjoyed this episode of founded beauty as much as i had making it and if you did please share it with a friend who you think will love it too founded beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music podcast the acast app and many more and i'm also very proud to be part of the acast creator network so be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop we really appreciate every single follow listen share and review it truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable Main goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 